it depends on their age and their condition. If they are active seniors and you think it's going to be terrible like I did, you need to rethink that. You need to go and visit mm-hmm. different active communities because they're all different. 55 is different than 62. But in the long run, it's better for you if you don't have family to move in with or you don't have family close at hand. Welcome to Aging in Style, the podcast dedicated to celebrating aging and what it takes to do it well. I'm Lori Williams. I'm a certified senior advisor and senior housing expert. In each episode, you'll learn stories of older adults who are thriving in their 70s, 80s, 90s, and in some cases in their hundreds. Whether you're an older adult or the child of an older adult, this podcast is filled with insightful resources, organizations that are doing incredible work, and stories that will inspire you to volunteer, learn, and who knows, maybe even skydive in your golden years. Hi, welcome to today's episode of Aging in Style. We are talking to my good friend, Karen Weatherford. We've worked together in the past and we work together now. She works with me. And I did do a podcast with her. I don't know why I didn't think of it before, but we were having a meeting recently and we were all shocked to learn that Karen is 76 because this woman does not look 76 at all. Yeah, I need to know your secret. I think you're our idol, all of us. (laughs) So sweet. Yeah, you saw all of our mouths fell open when you said how old you were. Karen and I have known each other since I have been in senior living. So 17 years we met at least. Yeah. And you were so helpful to me when I started out. You gave me all these different marketing groups and networking groups and lots of it. You got to repay the favor. You became my mentor in another business later. That's right. And then after that, you came to work with me and, and the team. And we have so much fun together, which I love. So interesting. We talk a lot of times on the podcast about the different types of senior living. But it's just from our perspective. I don't live in senior living. So Karen... And I remember when you were going through all this and it was it was a difficult decision. But Karen moved. How many years ago did you move into senior living? Two years. So that was a tough decision. And I don't know why, like I said, don't why I didn't think about interviewing you earlier was going through. Yeah, was probably good to have you on the other side of it. So you can kind of share your experience. But Karen moved into an active aging senior apartment and we just did a tour of the building. It's absolutely gorgeous. And I just want to get her perspective. Yeah. So, I mean, our team members are from range in their 20s into their 70s. So we're all different ages and different aspects of our life right now. So that's why I wanted to talk to you about this. So tell us what led up to you moving and selling your house, because I know you loved your house. You had a pool. You were always floating in your pool (laughs) and two little dogs. But kind of what led up to that and what was kind of your thought process and making that decision? Well, a lot of it came from the economy because I was laid off in 2020 and I had a year of no compete. So I was working out of my home, but financialists got harder and harder and harder and the market for housing grew. So I lived in a older neighborhood. The thought process with my children who were very mixed on the feeling of me moving. One wanted me out, one to help me financially. The other one wanted me to stay because it was their home. So that was really a challenge in itself. I bought my home 21 years before. It was my money I earned after my divorce. I put the pool in. I put the landscaping in. I did the remodeling. So it was very hard to leave behind. That part alone and just the pressure of finances and everything led up to the move. Fortunately, my home sold in one day. I was not prepared for that. (laughs) I had not downsized 
Mentally, I wasn't wanting to move. I was very torn and went through a lot of stress and crying and tears and the whole thing. And then you get to the point where, okay, the decision is made. You are going to sell your home. So you're going to get it ready to sell. So then you have to have, you know, the appraiser come out, tell you you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this to make it sell faster, which I did. Again, more of my finances for out. Then you start downsizing and you go room to room, getting rid of things that you've owned for 21 plus years. A lot of them were my mother's stuff that I was storing uh, after her. She passed. My kids' college things were all there, high school, all that that you kept because they were memories. And then you had to go through your own things. And I found things from my divorce I hadn't gotten rid of, and I'd been divorced forever. <laughs> so it's like when you pull something out of a drawer and you look at it, and I can remember how much I paid for it, where I got it, and what it meant to me. Mm-hmm. And then you had to put it in a box and give it away. Because that's what you do have emotional attachments. So it's a all time mentally for getting rid of things over the years for any senior. Yeah. Especially if I were in my 80s. It was bad enough I was in my 70s, but it would be really hard to do in my 80s and 90s. And that's when you see a lot of them finally move. Yeah. They've already got through the caregiving in a home. They've already got through all that. So that, that part of it was difficult to go through. I actually have two storage units still going through and cleaning out, but I've gotten rid of most of everything that I need to get rid of. And you'll be shocked when you get rid of all that. I mean, I had a three-bedroom house, office, pool, like you said, kitchen, living room, all that stuff, Dan, and it was a big house. And so when you get out of it and you get into something that's a one-bedroom apartment with two little dogs, (laughs) even though I was number four in the building, and even though I had the biggest yard and probably the best location to a point, because of the building next door, it would have been a perfect apartment without it, let's put it that way. But it's an adjustment to go into a one-bedroom apartment mm-hmm. from a home that was 17,000 square feet. 17,000? 17,000. 17, yeah. Well, that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. <laughs> We're all moving in with you. Square feet and a pool <laughs> and a yard. So, uh-huh. I mean, that was a major mm-hmm. adjustment. Was it hard going from, you know, having your own house where you drive into your garage to bring your groceries in to... You park now. I know you have a, like a, a cart, this is a carport a thing. thing. Mm-hmm. And I got the one that was closest to mm-hmm. my park. And it is pretty close. Very. You just go through the mailroom and go right straight to my apartment. But my thought of not getting a garage was not the cost of it because it's not that much more for a garage over a carport. But walking across the parking lot in the winter mm-hmm. in ice and storms. And they, they have uh, fire lines so you can't park right like where I'm parked, you couldn't be mm-hmm. right, right in front of the door. And I'm really yeah. close to the office, which is also really good. Yeah. But I didn't want to have to walk across that parking lot. A broken hip that mm. could have happened so easily yeah. out here. We do have the pickleball court and we do have the botch in which I participate part of it. But that's not the same as carrying groceries across an ice covered yeah. parking lot to get to your garage. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if it's storming. I mean, we're in Texas. We well, get we have severe weather. It is. And I never knew the difference between the wind in Louisville, Flower Mound, compared to Denton. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. And you're not that much further. No, you're not. <laughs> That's interesting. But it's a very strong gust of wind that comes through here periodically in the winter, especially. And so, again, you're carrying groceries. You're not well, you're not good on your feet. Mm-hmm. You may have a little balance issue as we get older. And that wind comes along and could just knock you down. Mm-hmm. So, that was another reason I yeah. didn't do it. 
So, I mean, it's good that you had options. And, and a lot of these senior apartments do have options. Some have the covered parking, some have the carports. So, well, it's we just, are a 72 plus. So, for that reason, we don't have a van. We don't have transportation for them. So, they've got to be able to drive and get there or call Uber or a local uh, transportation of some kind. Mm-hmm. And yes, we, have, we don't have food here. We cook in our building unless mm-hmm. we're having a potluck, which we do by resident only. Uh, quite often for events in the holidays. And y'all do have a breakfast, just like a continental, a continental breakfast. breakfast, but it's very limited. Uh, what we're seeing is a lot of people don't want to come down for sweets because a lot of it is pastries and breads and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But again, you've got 212 units, so you can't serve hot meals if you're not set sure. out of the kitchen. So yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we do try to do as much as we can that way. And yes, it's a benefit to have it there, especially if you don't have anything, in, you know, but we're within walking distance of Grocery stores, if somebody does walk and is active, um, and we have the gym, mm-hmm. and people do participate in that. So, yeah. But and, and watch a day. Yeah, nowadays you could have Instacart just deliver yeah. groceries to you or the store. And a lot of them that. They're watching their diets. They're mm-hmm. on medications. They're, you know, different things. We have diabetics in the building. Mm-hmm. So all those sweets are not a good thing because no. they're, they're there for them. And as we all know, diabetics love to sweet, so I'm going to go by and pick up something at some point. Mm-hmm. But it is still a really good thing to have to yes. offer to residents. And we have a coffee machine, which everybody uses. So, And your building is 62 and plus. So with active aging senior living, some are 55 and some are 62. So Karen's building, if a couple wanted to move in, you were explaining to me, just one in the couple has to be 62 or over 62. Correct. So. My husband's 63, I'm 59, so I could move in because he's old yeah. enough. Right. Yeah. And we do have people that are uh, on walkers and wheelchairs. We don't have a lot. We don't encourage it. But we do, because we are 62 plus, must be acting vibrant yeah. community. You don't expect that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we do have that. And it's because one or the other was the caregiver for the other person or was mm-hmm. capable of doing everything. Yeah. And then when we were walking around, there was a Precious man. How old did you say he was? 90? He's not 94. He walks the building. We saw him on different, you know, floors as he was walking and he was having a good old time. And he was a handsome man. He had a full head of hair and everything. And he's a big flirt. <laughs> and he usually has on his military cap that says, oh, it's all jeweled out. Yeah. Which men, you don't normally think about yeah. having to, but he has this, he's real proud of this cap that he has and he'll wear it on account. Mm-hmm. And he has a thing for his next door neighbor who, Plays along with his gadget. Because she's 62. She's the younger. So, yeah. She she plays along with his uh, Mm -hmm. flirting. Yeah. So, what has surprised you most, like that you didn't expect? Because I know you moved in here, you had mixed feelings, you hated leaving your house. And I remember at the time how sad you, I know, I remember it was so, so sad for you. But what has surprised you once you got here and got all your stuff put away that, that, because I know you really like it here now. I love it. Yeah. Uh, what I had found that I didn't even know I was missing was myself, for one, for working mm-hmm. in my home all the time and mm-hmm. leaving your house to go to lunch with a friend or yeah. going out at, at night because you had, I need a call in the morning or whatever. Um, it's, it has surprised me the number of people that have mentioned that my personality's back, that I didn't know I had lost. Oh, wow. But the friendships that I have here, where you play cards with them one night and you haven't played cards in 20 years, and they're teaching you a card game almost every night. <laughs> a new game. How fun. And even Marjan, which I'm struggling with, but I've, <laughs> but I've learned to play. Uh-huh. Um, but 
you have somebody to do something with all the time. <laughs> so like today, I got a call and says at 1130, a bunch of us are going to go out to have Thai food. Do you want to go? And I said, no, unfortunately, I can't do it today, but maybe we could do it next week or later in the week. And so uh, Monday, we're having a potluck here. So all the residents will be invited to come down and bring something. And, the, and those have been very popular. We've had as many as 65 people wow. show up for that. And those are just residents, not family, just residents. But we have people that will donate meat or, or will come up with a dish that we want to do. We had a Hawaiian party just recently. So you all work but, together. Uh, so we have a team. We oh, actually nice. formed, uh, I was the fourth one in the building. And so there were six of us here. And we formed a committee. We wanted a board that could help be a resident committee in the future. And we set up the laws, bylaws for it. And it was only going to be for six months. So every six months, they vote again on officers. <laughs> and what we do at those meetings is we address any issues that are going on. Uh, we usually have a member of the management team present uh, to address anything that they have for us. And then we plan things like the potluck or like we do, uh, usually if it's a holiday, we're going to be doing tournaments on bocce or tournaments on cornhole or mm -hmm. uh, pickleball or whatever. So then we have different things that we actually have them signed up for. We don't make them pay. We tried that and it didn't mm -hmm. work. So yeah. <laughs> that, we wanted money for the kitty to build it. Sure. But we now have a build up enough that we don't have to worry about that. And so right now we just filled out a huge football pool. Mm -hmm. Everybody could buy $10 and you could buy a square. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to change every week and you'll get half of whatever the pot is for that day. And then the rest of it goes to the committee. Mm -hmm. And that way it buys plates and forks and Namgins and drinks and stuff that we need other than the food that the people are bringing. Yeah. And uh, that's been a very big thing. But you always have, you're meeting new people all you're, the time. Mm -hmm. you're, you're moving people in. Uh, some have moved out because they're building houses and they came for six months and the six months and mm -hmm. they came for a year and they're moving out. But somebody replaces them right away. And so you get to meet new people. So we have a committee that actually goes to, because the, co the company itself can't give you their personal information. Mm -hmm. So we have a committee that greets they, the new people, the new event, mm -hmm. and they give them a sheet that gives them permission to put, give them a text message or a call mm -hmm. or whatever. And so daily, you get a text from this committee, mm -hmm. and it tells you what's going on today in mm -hmm. the building. Because maybe they don't look at their calendar. Yeah. 90% of them don't. Even though we have them in most of the elevators, when you get one at the door, a lot of people don't even know to do that. And we started an actual orientation. Nice. Uh, that the property wasn't doing. So we now have a group that comes once a month, and they have an orientation for new residents. Mm -hmm. We have a wine and dine once a month for birthdays for the mm -hmm. month, although we have wine and dine every week. So you constantly have something going on. And so y'all have really taken ownership, too. This is your home, yes. and you're going to do things how you want to do it, and which I think are, is wonderful. And people are really surprised at the number of pets we have here. There, there's lots of dogs here. There are lots of dogs here. <laughs> We have on the first floor, almost every apartment has a pet, right. and most of them are dogs, and they can be up to 65 pounds. So we have large dogs and tiny dogs, more tiny than large, yeah. but there are some breed restrictions like in any community. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, we have quite a few lambs, and uh, we have a guide dog here. So you have a lot of variety of that in the front, especially the ones that have yards are mm -hmm. almost all taken. Yeah. But you have animals, as we just saw, on the fourth floor. 
Well, and y'all have dog parks here, and, and you have a dog, dog wash, you have which a dog is wash, so just feel unusual. Yeah, uh, and a really beautiful thing for uh, being able to go there and take it, your dog in, and they can furnish everything. Yeah, for that, the towels and the shampoos and the clippers and all mm-hmm. that, so you have the ability to do that. You can also wash your car mats there as well. Nice. So really, like, what has surprised you the most is just that you've made so many friends and are like, so active, and you stay active with them. There's something. I mean. If you want to do something every hour of every day, there's probably something going on. You made me laugh so hard last year, last summer, because you got the floats at Sam's with <laughs> with the little canopies. Still have and y'all connected them. Weren't y'all like racing with the wind? Yeah, five of us. That's when there weren't very many in the building. Oh, my goodness. So my daughter and I had to go to Sam's after you told us. And we got and we were on a windy, very windy day. And we were holding on to each other because we were flying in the pool. It was hilarious. Here she is. <laughs> like we all took ours off. We were sailing. Yeah. <laughs> we had to take them off because the wind was so strong and didn't that it literally blew us, you know, clear away. That was the other thing. I left Flower Manor Louisville, where I had mm-hmm. always lived in Lake Dallas, Flower Manor Louisville, mm-hmm. all the years that I've lived in Texas. And I moved to Denton, which I had called on before as mm-hmm. a marketer, but I had never lived in. Yeah. So I gave up all my friends mm-hmm. and all my activities. All your stores, every stores, place you went. Where I went. But even though it's only 30 minutes, you think that's nothing. Mm-hmm. But when you're just running over for one item, it becomes... Mm-hmm. Or a chore. Do you yeah. go there and get back in the traffic on 35, as we all know, is horrible. You got yeah. the back roads, and even they're getting full because of construction yeah. things. And so it was a major, major change, mm-hmm. not just get selling the house, not just going through everything and moving into mm-hmm. a small apartment over from a house. And I picked close to the pool because I had a pool mm-hmm. and I used it all the time. But just the fact that Everything was different. There was no, I mean, you couldn't sit down at your computer and do your normal things because you didn't have an office. You were having to adjust to doing it in a living room and a kitchen area mm-hmm. together. And so to me, that was hard. Yeah. Because I didn't have an office where everything was organized. I could reach it. I didn't have cabinets that I could turn around and pull something off a shelf to get a book. I was getting used to being in a smaller and space. And she had it cleaned up. Yeah. That's been difficult. Okay. The other thing that y'all do are lots of crafts. You have an activities person who, like, as we walked the building, Karen was showing me different crafts that they had done. Like, I mean, like, I want to come here and do some of these Rapping, things. But. Yes. And right now we're sitting in a room that was, I guess, the craft room, but it's a smaller room and they have like a wrapping station. So if you need it to come wrap a present, there's you know, eight different wrapping papers, all the ribbon, and it's all like part of it. You just come in here and and wrap your layers. present. I love that. <laughs> which which Lauren has done a good job getting everything uh, yes. uh, organized for us because we started it, but you know, again, you just didn't mm-hmm. do all of it. And we have two Bible studies now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is uh, one o'clock, and one is at three o'clock. It used to be only at eight o'clock, but we were losing people that wouldn't sleep in, so. Mm-hmm. We changed the time, and then we made two different types of Bible studies so that if you wanted to attend one, it's led by a minister, and the other one is led by books. Okay. And so, so is that one day a week? You do two days. Two different. Well, it comes one day a week, but it's two different classes. Gotcha. Two okay. different days. Mm-hmm. And then two exercise class days, too. Mm-hmm. That we actually have a professional come sit in and goes through things with mm-hmm. them. Do y'all do water aerobics? You know, we've all asked for that. There are some strange rules mm-hmm. that prohibit that. Okay. We're still working on that yeah. because this is one of the 
few senior housing locations that the management company has. Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, the rules for multifamily mm-hmm. don't apply here. Oh, okay. And all the staff that came from both groups uh, came from multifamily. Mm-hmm. So they didn't understand it. And they're only young. Yeah. So they haven't gone through it. So it's been a learning experience mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. And luckily, two of us on, that are here, three, have been in senior housing mm-hmm. of some type. So we've been trying to guide them and teach them that, you know, it's it's a different. This is a whole different environment. Well, the other thing about, and that's what brings up kind of a good point that the difference, like why wouldn't you go to just a multifamily regular apartment versus senior living? And I think the answer to that is, I feel like you're safer in the senior living community and all the friendships you've made. Because I don't think you would find that if you were on a multifamily. One of the things this summer you noticed the most, because the first year or so I was here, there weren't enough people to notice it. But we have three grills Mm -hmm. around the building, so people grill out all the time. But the pool wasn't full Mm -hmm. before, like the rafts. We could have the raft today. There was nobody to to interfere with us. But we noticed this summer, grandchildren Mm -hmm. taking up the pool. So it has become an issue of how we're going to handle how many, because you only have in the building, you can only have a resident can have two guests at a time, Mm -hmm. but you can't have 10 kids. Oh, yeah. And do people do that? Well, unfortunately, we ran into it this summer for the first time. (laughs) So that's an issue that's being addressed right now before next summer. Mm -hmm. And how are we going to handle, I mean, it's fine in the winter, but you don't have kids in the the winter. And we do have a therapy pool. And there was no sign that said no children in the therapy pool. Mm -hmm. There are signs that say don't change your diaper at the pool, which is offensive to seniors. That is offensive. (laughs) Oh, yes. So so they didn't. They didn't. They didn't think about it. They meant that for a child, not for an adult. Yeah, I could see the confusion there. You see the faces of people (laughs) after taking them on tour and they're reading the signs and they come to that. And they just give you this blank look. I'm sure. And they're embarrassed. You're embarrassed and have to explain it. Yeah, so, that's awkward. So the, the staff is learning mm-hmm. what senior, the difference between multifamily and senior mm-hmm. housing. And I think this year we'll see a big change in some of the rules and regulations and things that are taking place mm-hmm. because they're starting to understand that there yeah. is a difference. There is a big difference. And yeah, I'm glad you're here to help them with that. Last question for you. What advice would you give to someone who was considering moving to an active aging senior community? That's a good question. It depends on their age and their condition. If they are active seniors and you think it's going to be terrible like I did, you need to rethink that. You need to go and visit mm-hmm. different active communities because they're all different. 55 is different than 62. But in the long run, it's better for you if you don't have family to move in with or you don't have family close at hand to take care of you. In my case, my son lives in Houston and my daughter was living in Argyle when I moved in here, which was another one of my shockers. Uh, within two months, they moved to Colorado Springs. So I have no family here. Mm-hmm. So the people I've met here, we have formed a family. Mm-hmm. And we literally take care of each other. So like five of us went on a trip last year. In, and we went to Asheville, North Carolina, stayed in a cabin in the mountains. And got to see bears and all that good My stuff. Goodness. And we toured all around Asheville as five people that have met for the first time in a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, if somebody leaves, one of the girls travels a lot. And so we keep her plants, and she doesn't have any pets. And then another one has a cat, and two of us take care of her cat mm-hmm. when she travels. So you have, you have that closeness, the mm-hmm. family. 
but you're not with family. So a lot of people don't realize how lonely they are until mm-hmm. they make that move. So making the decision to move, although very traumatic, and going through your things and getting rid of your things. Down the closet, Grandpa said to me today, I wish I knew where all my things went. Because she said, they were memories, and they went somewhere, I don't know where they went. Well, somebody's enjoyed those. Mm -hmm. So you have to think that was a positive thing, not a negative thing. Somebody needed that, that can get it and use it. And like, I gave away furniture. I gave away, I sold a lot, but I gave away more than I actually made money on. But I had one little lady that came and got a bedroom suit, for instance. She had, she was sleeping on a couch. Wow. She was so thrilled to get that. And I just gave it to her because it was toward the end and I hadn't sold it and I needed to go get out of the house. But I think those are things you have to think about. Is how, how much is it going to mean to have to get rid of those things? How are you going to adjust without them? Can you live without them? When you get down, when you downsize, you're thankful. My kids are so thankful that I went through all that crap and got rid of it. And I still have more to go through. Is it sort of like a relief, like it's off like your shoulders? Because yeah, 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 I can see it, that. You thought, you know, like I've got a whole bunch of appliances down underneath my seat, down in my cabinet. And I think, I haven't used those in a year and a half. Why am I holding on to them? Mm-hmm. Well, I might want to cook one day. No, you don't. Go out to the <laughs> Or you've got to get, you know, you don't cook a lot anymore. You know, you cook a little bit, unless you were a baker or somebody that really wanted to cook. Yeah. I was never a cook, so why would I keep all that? Yeah. But I couldn't part with it, mm-hmm. you know. So as time goes on, you still part with stuff and mm-hmm. get rid of stuff. And as I was showing you, my storage is all decorated and stuff. Yeah. It's not anything really that I see. all, yeah, yeah, holidays. You know, mm-hmm. So, so you, you get used to all that, but it is a cleansing once you get used yeah. to it. And it only takes 30 minutes to clean your house. So that's, that's a big plus. There are people that will come and clean. Yeah. We have that ability to mm-hmm. give names out. But for me... I had a big house and I was spending time and I had a housekeeper that came and cleaned it for me once mm-hmm. a month just because I never got to it. Well, mm-hmm. here I can do it. In th- yeah. And you're not cooking, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> well, even if you are, but, you know, you bring things home from a restaurant or a place or you have it delivered or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not spending a lot of time in your kitchen. You're usually yeah. upstairs playing cards or you're mm-hmm. at a musical event or you're going out to eat with friends or something. There's always something. Like yeah. Crafts go on every, every Monday at 2. That's wonderful. So I think that's really great advice that, I mean, it's going to be hard. So you have to, and like I said, I remember you going through it and I remember you crying. I remember how upset you were. It was terrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, next to divorce or death, I think that was one of the hardest things I've ever done. But at the same time, once you get to the other side of it, Mm -hmm. you're very appreciative that you went through the trouble to doubt. And Hopefully, you have family clothes that can visit, yeah, participate with you and things. But if you don't, you make a new family. Exactly. And life is just a little easier, it seems, right? A little easier, more carefree. Would you say that? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Finances are always an issue. Mm-hmm. And when you start looking, that's where everybody starts. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't look into all of the, that where you come in, which is very helpful, is that you can point out places that they Mm-hmm. can change thing, the, what, things around financially so yeah. that they can afford to live mm-hmm. there and they won't run out of money immediately or their health needs change and they have to go to a higher mm-hmm. assisted living or whatever, that they they can't afford to do that. But mm-hmm. the initial thing that people, I think, especially the children, look at are money. Yeah. And so you got to go through that too. Yes. Well, and I, I think, and I know you would agree with this and, you know, we, we work together, is that people wait too long 
That's and true. they wait till, you know, they stay in the house maybe too long. And, you know, maybe most people want to stay in their homes. I get it. Sure. But you do miss out on that socialization piece of it and making all these friendships, which I believe keeps you younger. And this is why Karen looks like she's 57. <laughs> I mean, she looks younger than me. Yes, you do. <laughs> because you're always active. You're on the go. You're doing new things. And, and all those things are good for you physically and mentally and emotionally, you know, in, in every way. And I do think people wait a bit too long and then they end up skipping this whole step. And of, kids don't notice, it, especially mm. if they're only coming in town a few times a year to mm -hmm. see their, their parents. Yeah. They, the parents, like I did, financially, I did this to my kids and I can, I don't even mind admitting it now, I did it at the time, but I would not tell them how mm -hmm. bad it was or what was going on with you know, I'm falling behind on this or that. Yeah. And I never was totally without money, but at the same time, I wasn't taking care of things and I didn't realize I wasn't taking care of things well until it was too late. Yeah. And so if you don't talk to your kids and you don't lay it out, the kids don't know. Yeah. They have no idea. My daughter was shot. She had no idea. And, I, and then they have a different attitude. Yeah. Once you, they step in and try to help you, mm -hmm. you appreciate it and you want to tell them how much you did appreciate it, but they, are now in control. Yeah. And that makes it a little hard too, because mm -hmm. all these years I've been in control about a life. I never talked about any of it to them. I didn't do anything. Now I have to literally say, okay, here's where we are. I have a budget. This is where I am on my budget. Mm -hmm. Things have changed. This has changed. That's changed. Not that they're telling me I can't have my money to do what I want to do with yeah. it. They're just scared you're going to run out of money and then you're mm -hmm. going to have a major event. Mm -hmm. you understand, mm -hmm. happen, and you are prepared for it. Yeah. So even though I have good insurance and I have long-term care, which is very important, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't have a military, anything, mm -hmm. or my ex, you need to think about those things, and you need to discuss your uh, wishes, interblock wishes. And so that's your family. Something. And right now, my kids are yeah. saying, Mother, is everything labeled? Mother, uh -huh. why do you want that? I told my daughter the other day, I don't want my dogs to go to a shelter. Mm -hmm. If they, they're both older... Mm -hmm. I don't want them to have to go to the shelter unless you have somebody you know that would love and dear. But just to put them in a shelter to be adopted, I just don't know that I could do that. Yeah. Which, in a way, I disagree with mm -hmm. because I think adopted dogs, mm -hmm. cats, get loving homes. And they, they do. do. They're yeah. they wonderful. They do well. Mm -hmm. And I would promote that. But not because they're your babies. Yeah. But so that, I mean, that does bring up another good point because a lot of people don't want to have those conversations with their kids. It's an uncomfortable conversation for a lot of people. Really. And, you know, and like you said, you put it off until it became more of a crisis, which I think happens more often than not. But now you're, you're accepting of their help and they know your plan. You're, wouldn't you, you still tell them what you don't want them to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to share my stuff. <laughs> your daughter better not listen to this. It actually did make my kids closer. Mm -hmm. uh, my kids are 19 months apart. Mm -hmm. And they've always been competitive. So there were months without talking to each other about something. Somebody would be best. You know, I, mm -hmm. I did it better or you don't know what you're talking about or whatever. And so they would go long periods of time without even talking to each other. Now they discuss mom all the time, <laughs> which is fine with me. I don't have to referee by being in the middle of them. So that's right. You know, I don't have to agree or disagree with either one. Y'all work it out. You know, I'm good with it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's one of those things. But I think all these things that you don't think about, you may know about, like, I'm in the industry. Come on. I've been in the industry for 41 years. I ought to have some of this stuff in place. 
But financially, I got myself into a little bit of fun. I was very fortunate. The market on the housing was the best it's ever been. I was very fortunate to get what I got out of my house without I made money on my house. Of course, everybody does during that time. But I don't have a lot of retirement. Mm -hmm. So that's my that's your nest egg. That's my nest egg right there. When it's gone, it's gone. And that means, okay, another decision's got to be made. Mm -hmm. I've got to either move in with family or they've got to split. The mm -hmm. cost of taking care of mom and mm -hmm. we'll let her live where she wants to live or whatever. Yeah. Those are decisions that I had knew about, mm -hmm. but never put in practice. You never really myself. applied it to yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand that. And you've gone through. I have too. And I can say, you know, like I told, I said this the other day, for 17 years, I tell people, oh, as a caregiver, you need a break. You need to hire someone to help. And, you know, it didn't dawn on me till just yeah, a couple of weeks ago i mean i take care of my husband and you know i took a friend it took carol actually yeah. telling me listen you are like stressed out all day when you need to shower him because you're scared he's going to fall and all this stuff so you need to hire help and i was just like like someone hit me on the head i'm like you dummy yeah and i know all <laughs> these people and they're willing to help I am not that I haven't used. But it's just, you know, we're in this industry, but, you know, it, it's like you're thinking about other people not applying it to exactly. yourself. And, and I think we're nurturers. Yeah. We want everybody to be better, mm -hmm. but we don't think about it when it comes to ourselves. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. And that's why I was so shocked when people would say to me, oh, your whole personality's back. I guess sitting in front of a computer for hours and hours mm -hmm. and hours and not getting up or not going out with your friends who won't call you after a period of time. They're yeah. not, you know, if they're not going yeah, out, gonna go out. out with them. They're going to quit calling. Mm -hmm. And so you don't realize that you're missing all that. Mm -hmm. And then you get away from it and your life kind of takes the next step and you're happy mm -hmm. again that yeah. you didn't even know you were miserable. Yeah. And I've thought about that with you having to go through this because you do have all these connections. But it's your husband, and you exactly. want, you want to take care of it. Mm -hmm. You feel responsible, mm -hmm. right? and yet people are going to say to you, "Once you get back out and aren't doing as much of that, mm -hmm. oh, your personality's back. Yeah. You don't have so stressful story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think those are really important things, mm -hmm. even for our team to remember, mm -hmm. because we don't think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And yes, the team's younger than we are. Yeah. they most for the most part, so they're not going to have that right away. Yeah, but. At the same time, they need to realize what we've gone through mm -hmm. so that they can apply it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's great for, you know, anyone who's out there listening to this, just if you are, say, 71, 72, and you do not want to go move into a senior apartment because maybe you have a whole different idea of what it's going to be. And then you're hearing, yes, and you're hearing what Karen is telling you here. And I can attest that this is a beautiful place that I have said several times I kind of like to move in here. <laughs> it, it, is, it is really a relaxing thing. Mm -hmm. And even, and, and I'm just using this as an example, but even for Mark, because mm -hmm. Mark's going through this and he's given up so much mm -hmm. in his own personality, his own abilities. But even to move in somewhere like this, mm -hmm. he would have men around yeah. him to talk with mm -hmm. him. And I, he would have activities going on that he could still participate mm -hmm. in. And so... It, it would help him as yeah. well. I'm not pushing you to move. No, no. But I'm just saying. Yeah. People think that that's they're that's going to be a hindrance. Yeah, it's not. And I do notice, just in saying that, that when when neighbors will come over to see Mark and he just lights up because that people who don't know. Yeah, and for people who don't know, my husband had uh, four strokes starting Christmas Day of 2022 <laughs> at 62 years of age. And so, yeah, when people come to see him, I mean, he just lights up and he's so happy. Because he was the outgoing person. He was very outgoing and, and social. Social and very active. Mm -hmm. and so 
it's very hard on them if people don't realize. Yeah. And you can give him all the hours mm-hmm. of the day. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. And it's, it's not different. the same. And it's wearing on you, mm-hmm. which he sees, but mm-hmm. you don't see. Yeah. So it's, sure. it's a hard, it is a hard thing to go yeah. through as it a kid. Mm-hmm. But moving into somewhere like this, when you are ready to do it, mm-hmm. uh, or something, some circumstance like mine, mm-hmm. changes your mind to do it. Yeah. I've stayed in that house forever and gone under it. <laughs> and so, like, I mean, yeah. you know, that just kind of makes me think, Karen, it's like, you know, when, when things happen that we see as negative or bad, like, I mean, you, we, like it. it is. And so, like, I mean, all this with Mark, I mean, I try to see the positive with it, too. What good is going to come from it? And, you know, it's. Share, I've shared my experience through this exactly. whole thing, and I think which you know, is healing for you. Yeah, and I just think it's which great. is why y'all knew how bad it was. Exactly, it. you but did. I'm very open about yeah. these kind of things, mm-hmm. um, and it was hard. I'm not gonna lie. I mm-hmm. cried multiple tears. I still mm-hmm. do, but I'm happy. Yeah, it's a different. I see a difference. It's different. Yeah, I am happy, mm-hmm. and I do love where I'm living. Yeah, and I'm glad I chose this particular. Mm-hmm place i wish it were in flower mound mm-hmm. in Louisville because that's where my activities my friends my doctors yeah. and all that i'm slowly moving but you have new friends over here now. absolutely and now yeah. i mean they'll would be just as hard exactly. to go back the other one yeah so uh it yeah it is a different lifestyle and everything but again you know i don't think of myself as old and none of these people here want to think of old and mm-hmm. when we're talking about grab bars while i go yeah uh, <laughs> they they don't want to think that they're old mm-hmm. but most of them are in their 70s, 80s, and 90s. Mm-hmm. There's a few that are under 62, mm-hmm. but they moved in with their husband yeah. or they moved in with their wife or mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, But they're all active. Mm-hmm. For the, they, they all, for the part, they're very active. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's a typical lifestyle, but it's not a bad lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's just hard getting there. Okay. So don't be afraid to uh, don't be afraid to look just, into this. You're going to cry. You're, gonna, you're going to hate giving away your things. Mm-hmm. You're going to hate leaving your home that you basically built uh it, all that is hard you've got to get to the other side mm-hmm. but once you get to the other side you can just accept it as a god's wake-up call mm-hmm. and i truly believe it was yeah i think that is if you do that if you think of it that way and you look at the positive and try to get away from the negative mm-hmm. i tried to get erase all the negative in my life once mm-hmm. i moved and i think we have to do that i think that's yeah. what seniors have to think of it as just another phase in their life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Karen. I appreciate oh, well, you being so transparent so and open to and, and, and tour and see what it's like. It's and, beautiful. I uh, have a new opinion of what's here to mm-hmm. share with other seniors. Exactly. And, you know, I just really appreciate you, like I said, being so open and sharing this. It's an emotional and it, it's hard. I know. I know. in my eyes. Yeah. Right now. She does have tears in her eyes. But, but it's still positive. Yeah. It's all positives. And, and I think, like I said in the beginning, it's important to have someone who's actually living this share their story. Because I can't tell you, oh, you know, oh, yes, it's going to be great. I don't know. I haven't lived it. <laughs> but you do also know what you're going through now and yeah. it makes you look toward the future a little bit more mm-hmm. of what may have to happen. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And you share that with your children. But mm-hmm. in my case, my kids didn't know about it. Too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Karen. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on your team, and I love working with you so well. I love you, too. We all love you. Karen's our favorite, and we all want to be as beautiful as she is. (laughs) Thank my mom for good genes and tall enough, too.
Well, thank you all for listening and be sure to share this with your friends. Go listen to all the podcasts on aging and style we have done. I think I didn't even see what number this one is. 150 something. It's a lot. We'll just say that a lot of podcasts. We've covered so many great topics. So please go in and listen. Give us a review and send us a note if you want to hear about a topic we haven't covered yet. And it's you can call us for referral. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you need help in the Dallas Fort Worth area. We're your girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we visit all the places. Anyhow, just visit our website. It's lori williams seniorservicescom Thanks, and we'll talk to you next week. 